Me and you are both <laughs> pessimistic assholes. Shaving cream, <laughs> be nice and clean. Shave every day and you'll always look keen. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that would rather be on a beach in Hawaii. Yeah. Well. You'd rather be in the Movie Mugging studio doing this than on a beach in Hawaii? Well, that's not what I was saying. I was saying I, I don't love the beach. Okay. But I like Hawaii a lot. All right. Well, I was uh, referring to a uh, certain uh, Ziggy Marley. I know. Who we <laughs> uh, flew into Dallas to see a couple weeks back. <laughs> but we'll get into that in a, in a lobby time. But uh, that's a great fucking song. It was a great song, and, and it really, and it really made me want to be on a beach in Hawaii. I mean, it doesn't take much. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, I'm Vince. I'm Jack, and we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation. But more importantly, spending quality father son time together. This is episode number 175. Dang, indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's not dilly dally because uh, you know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vince and Jack. everybody welcome to the movie mug and lobbies time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies but i still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime i'm surprised i could remember that after a whole week off <laughs> yeah me too i'm surprised you remember it every time all right first of all um last week we talked about shamu and you thought that was like an alaskan word for the uh, killer whale or uh, aka orca but okay. shamu is indeed a stage name and it was given to the first Shamu they captured in the 60s who the first died. what they captured? The first killer whale. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you fucked up. You got me all fucked up. That's why. Okay. By sitting there listening to you? <laughs> I messed you up? I'm, I'm reading Shamu. That, that's what it is. Shamu's in, in my notes right here. So, okay. uh, yeah, the first killer whale that they captured was in the 1960s. But that Shamu died in 1971. So since then, that what died? <laughs> that Shamu. His name was Shamu. So then that why Shamu. Would you say that Shamu because they replaced it with another Shamu. Okay. Just like if you die, I'm going to replace you with another Jack. Okay. So I, I read um, more about Shamu and uh, the killer whales and, and all that stuff. And there's some fucked up stuff, man. I'm wondering why they chose Shamu in the first place. Like, what made them think, let's open up this place called SeaWorld, okay? And we're going to do tricks with sea animals. Let's pick the deadliest fucking one we can find and put people in the water with it. How about just train seals or something? I mean, they've already done that. Oh, and what can you get seals to do? Hit a fucking inflatable ball and then clap their hands? You know, there's well, not I mean, just a lot they can do. I and mean, orcas, what do they do? They just put the people on their nose and then come out of the water. No. And uh, fucking rip their legs off. Well, <laughs> I read about some of that, too. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they they fucking get pissed off at their people and... The uh, fucking murder them. They, they took one down and ripped all their clothes off and then just held them down and uh, drowned them. Yeah. Just, yeah, there was, I think, five, I think there's been five deaths. Crazy. But you know what? They, and I, I don't want to get into it too much because it's just sad. They they treated the killer whales like shit. Well, yeah, they're humans. They, they, like, put them in small concrete tanks with other ones that didn't like each other, and they fucked each other up and just really treated them bad. So 
There's yeah, a part of me. World. That's yeah. why everyone's been saying that for like seven years now. Yeah, still had a lot of fun going down there. I, I don't even remember it. Yeah. I know I've been before, though. The porpoise show was pretty cool. It's just a dolphin, right? I mean, a porpoise. I think they're a little bit different. In I don't some even. Way, shape, I don't remember anything about SeaWorld really? at all. What about except the... The, when you got like selected to be in that one show? Was that SeaWorld or was that Disney? Disney? I don't know. I, they both. I don't know. I, I yeah. have no desire to go back to either of those. Places. I was uh, I was picked out of the audience to star in a major motion SeaWorld or Disney World uh, picture. Yeah, movie. And um, I was uh, like, I was on a ship, and they put a raincoat on me, and I had to, I had to answer a phone or something. Yeah, and then you got blasted with water. And yeah. Like, oh, congratulations! Yeah. And uh, most of the people afterwards said it was the best one they'd ever seen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really have anything to say to that? They still haven't sent me my copy of it though. So, all right. Next uh, two weeks ago, we watched uh, Jackass Forever. And I kind of really got down on the extra people, poopies and... Uh, well, poopies suck. Zackass and people like that. And I was like, no, they shouldn't even fucking be on the show, right? But then later on you said, well, the jackass guys, they're old. They're not going to do as much shit. And uh, so I thought, you know, who the fuck am I to second guess Johnny Knoxville and all those guys about if they want to let people on the show, Yeah, it's their fucking show. You know, just because I didn't care for it, doesn't give me any right to say, well, you shouldn't have fucking done that, okay? So I decided I want to learn a little bit more about who Poopies is. So Poopies is a professional surfer, and uh, he also used to do some some crazy jackass-type stunts. So he got to know Johnny and some of the guys, and they invited him out to, uh, they had a, a like a jackass shark week mm-hmm. thing, and Poopies volunteered to get pulled on a wakeboard and go over this ramp and then fly over this, just, there was a bunch of Caribbean sharks right there, uh. some big ones. He didn't go fast enough and landed right in the middle of them and got attacked. And one of the sharks fucking bit his hand, severed two arteries, and you could see him in the water, just blood coming out. And then somebody dove in and and got him. And when he got out of the boat, his hand just kind of went down like that. Ew. Yeah. So Poopy's kind of, he kind of earned his way well, on yeah. to being in there. And he's, he's a perfect person for it, too, because he just comes across as such an idiot. And I found out why he's a nickname Poopies. So he used to be the crazy one who you could say, hey, man, go eat that roach. And, you know, he would go eat the roach. Yeah. So, so he got up one day and told his friends, hey, man, I'm going to go take a shit. And they dared him to put on a gorilla mask and go out in the middle of the road and take a shit. So <laughs> he did it and got arrested for it, but wow. then he earned the nickname of uh, Poopies. That's so, awesome. So I'm a little more on board with uh, Poopies at this point. I like him better now. Oh, here, I'm going to show you a picture of uh, of Poopies, Poopies' hand after his, his first operation. Yeah, yeah. That's rough. Severed his arteries. They, they had to get a speedboat there, which they had on standby, to take him to shore. It was down in the Caribbean somewhere. So once they got him to shore, they put him on a private plane and flew him to Florida. And he said once they got there, um, they unwrapped uh, the wrap that was on there and blood just started squirting. Mm. Yeah, so it, it was bad. He had to have a couple surgeries. But he, uh, he has his own YouTube channel, and he talks about this. And he just, he gets choked up when he's talking about it, saying, I thought I was going to die. Well, yeah, like there's near-death experiences, and then there's experiences where you're, how did you live? Yeah. They're different, for sure. Because don't you think, like you you're, you grow up thinking if you're bleeding a little bit in the water, 
the sharks are just going to fucking yeah. attack you. Like, I think some women were afraid to go in the water when they're uh, on their periods just because they think it's just <laughs> a little bit of blood gets out there and the sharks are just going to come Well, they can toward. smell blood from really far away, yeah. but that, I guess, doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to come tear all your limbs off. Yeah. Would you even want to be in a boat? near no. just a whole lot of sharks i wouldn't i don't want to be in the ocean how much That's, i i like the beach a lot more when i was a kid because i was not afraid of the ocean yeah but i just at some point in my life a deep fear of the ocean developed is it when and i so now i don't i threw you 75 yards to shore at one time <laughs> no. when the when the orca was uh, we like got back in the water after that but the shamu was on its way yeah rushing real fast and you outswam it yeah, and he threw me to shore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but like I, I don't know. Like I think everybody's got a fear of sharks. Well, yeah, but like it's like you I gotta, don't even want to really go in the ocean at all. I don't like not being able to see. Also, jellyfish are annoying. Yeah, I, I love murdering them. Though. Yeah, I enjoy murdering them. Get as them with well. a stick and bury them in the hot uh-huh. sand. It's like fuck you. Yeah, me and my cousin found a, a piece of rebar when we were like fourteen. We went down to uh, the coast in uh, the state of Texas, down there in uh, Galveston, I think it was. That and flew out there. Yeah, we with and your we just. Uh, you know what? No, it's fucked up. We went in. Uh, my dad had a, a big white van, and it only had like four seats in it. And so we rode down to Galveston sitting on ice chests. Mm. That sucked. Uh, yeah, your ass probably hurt. Yeah, and there, you know we couldn't see out any windows. And I mm-hmm. think it was like a, I don't know, from the airport where we flew in, I think it was like a five or six hours or something like that. Damn. So yeah, it was... It was a little nuts, but you know what? When you're when you're 14, it's just not that big a fucking deal. You play I Spy or something. Mm-hmm, except we couldn't see out the windows, so it <laughs> kind of was a big deal. But uh, what was I talking about before we got this? Uh, rebar? Yeah, so we, we found a piece of like steel rebar, and we just went out there and just fucking stabbed big-ass jellyfish and <laughs> brought them on the beach and just I threw them up jellyfish. there. There was a lady who got pissed off and uh, found like a... You know when you buy a case of beer? Uh, well, not anymore, but you used to when you buy a case of beer, it would just come straight across. It wouldn't be stacked and be this little cardboard thing. And lady came, and she would put it on the cardboard thing and bring it back out to the water. What a bitch. Jellyfish? You know what? They serve no purpose, it, but it, and, and they're, like, immortal. It had life. You you have no right to take its life. You just... Shit. Just everything deserves to live. And, and I'm sure she probably went and had uh, shrimp dinner later. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking... <laughs> and then Zacchaeus, the big guy... Yeah. He used to do crazy uh, jackass-type stuff at school. Uh, matter of fact, he pretty much got kicked out of school. But the first thing he did was he lit himself on fire, which was crazy. I don't... That gains zero respect from me. I think you deserve to burn to death if well, you ever tempt he your did it, fate like that. He did it safely. And uh, how? I don't know. He did how a lot of research. Light yourself on fire safely. He did a lot of research. Um, I guess that's all you have to do and is you just, just get online. Have people aiming extinguishers <laughs> at you to do it safely. Uh, depends on what like, you rubbed all over yourself to make yourself flammable. Now what? I, okay, let me let me change my phrasing. Lighting yourself on fire is one thing. People drinking shots that are on fire. There's so many videos of people lighting themselves on fire because they pour their shot way too full, and then as they're going to lift it up, just boom, they light themselves on fire. Hey, do you think the Vietnamese monk um, was just trying to do his first jackass gun? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of doubt it. What what do you even want to see protesting? Um, 
high gas prices. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> no, sure. I've got nobody knows, but everyone knows the picture. He, he might have been protesting the Vietnam War or something because he was. Uh, was he, he even Vietnamese? Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was. Didn't that that took place in no, Vietnam? I'm pretty sure. I have no idea. I mean, we're basically a history podcast, so uh, I feel okay. I, I feel uh, pretty confident in uh, in my answer. And, and nobody's going to go back and fucking check anyway, because nobody cares. But that could have been the first Jackass episode uh, that could have come out in 19... I'm going to call that... I'm going to say that happened in 1971, is going to be my guess. But uh, Jackass International. But I think the uh, lighting himself on fire, that was the first thing he did, and it got like uh, 80,000 views on YouTube or something. So he's like, fuck, I'm on to something here. Yeah. So his really big one that got him in the millions of views is he decided to make a suicide vest out of firecrackers. Mm -hmm. And so... I've seen that video. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't end well for him. No, it burns the shit out of him. Yeah. He's just, like, got, like, black shit all over him. He got third-degree burns, yeah. Yeah, I I fucking knew I recognized him at least somewhat. Yeah, he totally fucking burnt the shit out of himself (laughs) with, like, a bandolier firecracker vest. Yep. Yeah. But that caught the eye of Steve-O, and then Steve-O <laughs> flew him out to California and hung out with him for a little bit, and then they decided to do some shit together. That's cool. So uh, Zach Ass, which uh, Steve-O gave him the nickname, uh, he and uh, Steve-O got together and started doing some stuff. And one of the things he did, which he kind of did in this movie, he rode a, a skateboard uh, full speed into a cactus. It Ugh. said it took three months to remove all the needles. I guess he kept sitting down or laying down, and another one he'd feel it. Yeah, it says the damage was so intense that Steve-O intervened and took Holmes to the emergency room, which is saying something considering Steve-O has done everything from snort wasabi to get a tattoo while riding in the back of a fast-moving off-road vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) I love that bit. Yeah, and I guess he ended up getting his own show on MTV before. I don't remember it. It was called Too Stupid to Die. (laughs) And uh, let's see, in that, he snapped a rap trap on his nose. He inserted a metal screw into his earlobe with a power drill. He shot himself in the face with two stun guns, and he also shot himself in the face with a paintball gun, knocking out a tooth. And then, and one more thing, he uh, straddled a teeter-totter while his friends pushed a washing machine off the roof of a barn onto the other end of the plank, driving it into his groin. (laughs) (laughs) Everything except for the last thing he said, there's no entertainment value in that for me. Just watching someone hurt themselves, it's like, unless it's in the nuts, because that makes it funny, Mm -hmm. or like... And jackass when they jump on the rake and hit themselves in the face with it. Like, that's funny. If you do it in a comical way, but, like, using a power drill to screw a screw through your earlobe, it's like, that's... How did you get a deal for a TV show for doing that? I think it was just, like, uh, do some crazy shit. And uh, just like me trying to come up with openings, after a while you just kind of don't have anything, and so you just, like... Do you think his show really lasted that long? No, I don't. I never heard of it. He probably did not run out of ideas like you are. I don't know. He probably had like half a season before everyone was like, this guy kind of sucks. But you you have, you want some shock factor because shock factor gets- That's ridiculous. It gets people talking though. But if your only thing is shock factor and you're hurting yourself for each one, one, it gets old. Well, two, it also starts off old. It's not cool. Some people are going to like it, though. I just, I think it's ridiculous. He should just stab himself in the leg or something. It's the same thing with the fucking earlobe shit. <laughs> just slit your wrist or something. It's the same shit. Reminds me, I, I turned on uh, the ballad of Ricky Bobby last night. I have never seen it. 
Oh, uh, really? You don't like it. No, I like parts of it. You told me that you don't like that movie. I know my uncle likes it, so I've just never seen it. And I didn't know it had has Sasha Baron Cohen in it, doesn't it? And John C. Riley. I, I know. I love okay, we'll, we'll have to do it. I, 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 I really want to tell you part of it, but um, I'm just going to hold off right now. So we'll... It'll come up, okay? Yeah, it'll so, come like, up eventually. I mean, it'll, it'll go on my list. It's just like any other Will Ferrell, uh, John C. Riley movie. <laughs> AKA, there, it's going to be funny as fuck. It has some really funny parts <laughs> in it, for sure. This is Sasha Baron Cohen. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Booby. <laughs> is that how he talks? Yeah, he's, he's a French uh, driver. <laughs> he He's great with accents. Mm-hmm. We've done four movies of him. No. Borat, Bruno, Dictator, Sweeney Todd. Yeah, we've done we four. We haven't done Sweeney Todd. We didn't do Sweeney Todd? He wasn't in Sweeney Todd. Yes, he was. Sasha Baron Cohen was yes, in Sweeney Todd? Yes, remember when they're like, like everyone's crowded around and they're doing like the snake oil thing? Yeah. And he's got the little kid? Okay, so he was going up against Sasha Sasha Baron Cohen has a little kid. And okay. then um, him and Sweeney Todd do a beard shave contest. Okay, I, I remember he did a beard yeah, shave contest. and he's wearing the whole blue thing and okay. his dick is like... Like he's wearing like tights and his dick print is like real noticeable. Kind of like Chris Hemsworth in the vacation movie. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was awesome. And then he kills Sasha Baron Cohen and he leaves him inside his like chest. Okay, but we still didn't do Sweeney Todd for this uh, podcast. Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. 100%. I don't believe you. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've watched it in here. I'm sure of that. No. Check the papers. I don't have the papers I up here. I swear we have done it. We have not done it. We have done who, who, it. No. Who are you going to trust? Me, who puts these things together, You're does all the editing, and, your and then brain is just, it's puts them on, on the website and uh, all, we, all the stuff I do, make the graphics for it. We've never done a Sweeney Todd we have movie. To no, have. we haven't. We haven't. I swear okay. we've done it for an episode. Hey, I'm going to set a timer. Let's argue about this for like 10 more Please, minutes. Please, where are your papers then? Uh, they're downstairs. <sighs> we've done Sweeney Todd. We have not done Sweeney Todd. I'm, I know we have. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to argue with you anymore because you're uh, you just... You don't listen, Jack. Never have. Neither do you. <laughs> All right. Next, I mentioned that uh, we flew into um, Dallas... Uh, a couple weeks ago to see a couple concerts. Jack went and saw the Suicide Boys, which uh, yeah. you may have heard uh, their songs played in uh, um, faith and worship shows. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're evangelical uh-huh. gatherings. I think uh, Glee did a couple episodes where they, <laughs> they sang some Suicide Song Boys. So, um, did you hear what you just said? What? You just said where they sang some Suicide Song Boys. And that's why I know that we have done Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Well, that right there that's not staying yeah. in because you're an asshole. I may have taken half a clonopin before we did this. Uh, actually? <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a rough day, man. I didn't take a full one. I, ju- I just took a half. So, and then chased it with uh, some um, beers. and uh, That's bullshit. Margarita liquor. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Margarita liquor? You and, need tequila? And I may have taken some marijuana, too. So, nah, your eyes look fine. Anyway, what was I talking about before we got here? <laughs> before I started slurring my speech at some point? Um, the concert. Yeah, so we, we flew into to Dallas. Man, that was a, quite the plane ride, wasn't it? Well, I mean, I flew into Dallas, and then you flew in the day after. <laughs> oh, I did? I stayed at the Sheraton for a <laughs> night. 
Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. I slept in my truck, the, the, the rental truck that we ended up getting. But yeah, you, you flew in early you, and you saw the Suicide Boys with uh, Ski Mask, the Slump God, and then Fart was the other band. <laughs> was that a joke? Do you remember the actual name? Is it Snot? Yeah. I knew you, <laughs> you remembered. Yeah, I know like one Snot song. I didn't really care about him was he lil snot or just no, snot? just dollar sign and replace of the s <laughs> snot um oh, maxo so cream stupid. maxo cream yeah he's from i think i rubbed that on my hemorrhoids he's from h-town but i i don't know any of his songs so he went on there were three other bands that were going to be there one rapper two like screamo bands yuck i don't i don't listen to Basically, there was one opener I've ever listened to that went to that concert, and that was Ski Mask, and he was the act right before Suicide Boys. Does he wear a ski mask when he performs? No. Well, then I'm he's, really disappointed. Just, he always has a do-rag on. Mm, okay. All right, and then the next day, Jack and I went to the same place, Yep. and we watched uh, Ziggy Marley and Jack Johnson. And if I remember right, I think Jack Johnson was the person that I was going to take on my Desert Island band because mm-hmm. we were just going to sit around the campfire and he How was going to sing now? songs and, and I was going to harmonize with him and it was just going to be wonderful. We were, we were going to be best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm i still down with it. As long as he doesn't have his band. It's there. just me and him because here, here's the thing and we'll get into uh, That Bothers Me uh, concert edition here in just a little bit. But Jack Johnson sounded fucking fantastic. He sounded pretty much most songs like he does like uh, on Spotify. And, and matter of fact, I'm gonna I'm just gonna play a couple right here, just little smidgets. Smidgets is that the right word? Just Clips? snippets. Snippets. I'll play some little smidgets. I'll play some little smidgets. Maybe I was thinking of Wee Man. Um, well, well, first of all, um, Ziggy Marley blew us the fuck away. Yeah. We. Had listened to his stuff on Spotify, and we're like, we both went in not really expecting much, waiting for Jack Johnson, really. Yeah. But he was great, and it turns out that Ziggy Marley's studio stuff, in my opinion, is garbage. Well, we're going to get to that here in just a minute. The live version. That bothers me. So here's a little bit of Ziggy Marley. There's uh, Tomorrow People. And this next one I posted on our uh, Instagram. So good, man. Yeah. Circle of Peace. He doesn't have his live version. He's just making his dad, Bob, so proud. And, and I loved it. They had the, uh, he had two girls up on stage who were just doing the, the dances yeah, with their arms and stuff in unison. And it was just a great fucking show, man. It, it just really, really blew us away. And then Jack Johnson comes on and he sounds fantastic, but... I think Jack Johnson's music is more for just listening on Spotify when you're just chilling. And his music is better simple, but he had like a guy on a bass guitar, a drummer, which in some songs he has like drums and stuff. Yeah. Piano, harmonica. Yeah, best Jack Johnson is just him with his acoustic guitar, which was the encore, which was awesome. But 
yeah, he had this piano guy, and the piano guy, I mean, he wasn't trying to steal the spotlight, but he was sharing the spotlight in a lot of songs. Yeah, and it's like, why? I don't even know that guy. And then, like, he had an accordion and came out and did, like, a three-minute accordion solo, Mm -hmm. which, if it's not Weird Al Yankovic, I'm not interested in an accordion solo whatsoever. Even if it is Weird Al, I don't... I I lost interest in Weird Al. I would totally go see Weird Al, man. That'd be a great concert. Really? Not a See, but I, I grew up with Weird Al. He he played I, a much bigger part in my life. I grew up with what? Dude, back Half in like the shit on my iPod shuffle when I was a kid was Weird Al. Okay, what do but, you mean? but Weird Al came to the surface in like 1981 or something on the Dr. Domeno show. He did uh My Bologna instead of My Sharona. He did another one rides the bus one. instead of another one bites the dust. I've and, never heard the Oh another man, one and rides he just the bus. Yeah, and then of course he did uh Eat It and fat. um Fat and just all these other ones. And so I mean that was in my wheelhouse just MTV years, man. Just You'd look forward to his songs as much as you'd look forward to pretty much anybody else's when he would come on. Just, I, I love just him. greatness. Oh yeah, yeah. But I'd love to see him. I, I think that would be one of those things. Like, oh yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll go see him. Like, if but he came I, into town. I just don't think I would enjoy myself. I think you would. Oh, and I did see the trailer for um, uh, Daniel Radcliffe playing uh, Weird Al Yankovic, and and it looks pretty good. What? You didn't hear about that? Mm-mm. They're making a Weird Al Yankovic movie, and, and Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe, Radcliffe is... Yep. Is he going to give him a big old wig? Yep. Yep. Weird. I've seen it. He's got the wig, and he's trying to tell people that he's going to do this accordion thing, and like I'm going to change the words of songs to be funny. And uh, he just starts playing it in front of his friends, and I think it's My Bologna, and they just all stop what they're doing, and they just look at him like, holy shit, you just fucking captured lightning in a bottle right here. I like Amish Paradise. Yeah. So the first time I heard Weird Al Yankovic was on, there was a show called The Dr. Demento Show. And it came on, I think, Sunday nights. And he was just this weird dude who just played weird songs, like uh, Weird Al. And then there was another song called Fish Heads. And... uh there was another song where they would be singing and it was it would make you think that they were going to say shit and be like, and he stepped in a big pile of shaving cream. <laughs> be nice and clean. Shave every day and you'll always look keen. And so just kind of novelty type songs. And some of them were a little dark, but but all of them back then were really, really funny. And so I, I just remember going out and uh, sitting in my dad's truck with uh, my neighbor and just listening to the Dr. Domeno show. And it, it's good stuff. You should... You should search up Dr. Demento uh, radio like on YouTube or something. And just kind of listen to some of those. And you could uh, take yourself back, teleport yourself back to the young uh, young Vincent years. And uh, when I was listening to those uh, songs in uh, the front seat of my dad's uh, GMC Sierra um, truck, which was tan. I remember White and Nerdy was pretty big. Yeah. And what's the other one that he did? That, Angry White Boy Polka was probably my top. That's a good one. Ooh, yeah. Angry Angry White Boy Polka and Fat, because I loved the fat music video. Yes. Good stuff. <laughs> it was just funny. All right, so here's a little uh, Jack Johnson. Just listen to how great he sounds. Yeah, I want him on a beach with me. But here's that little organ in the background. Yeah. It's like, nope. Drums are fine. That, that song needs the drums. Come to something that nobody, beauty will follow wherever she goes up the hill in the back of a house in the wood. She'll love me forever, I know she could. 
so good, man. He, he's, he's such a great musician. Yeah. Such a great singer. Let's see what else. Banana Pancakes, one of my favorite songs. But the accordion came in on this one, too. There was one where they had like an intermission in between the song where they played the Joker. Oh, yeah. I wish that was cool. There's the accordion. No, stop it. Like, it sounds good. I can appreciate that they're good. But like, and so, no. this is Rocky Raccoon by the Beatles. And I think that's one of the things I said when he's going to be on the... Uh, He's gonna be on the island with me. Is like he could play anything, so he could play Beatles songs, which the Beatles are my all-time favorite band, and so we could just sing some Beatles songs. I'll be John, and he can be Paul, and it'll be wonderful. And then the next song he sang, I'm, I'm not gonna play it. It's uh, look it up. It's called Willie Got Me Stoned, and it's a true story of when he uh, smoked weed with Willie Nelson in Maui. Good stuff. We've been to Maui a couple times, man. To, if to walk into a place and see one of my biggest heroes, Willie Nelson. And one of my favorite musicians, Jack Johnson, would just, I i mean, I would immediately come. Okay. So. And then I'd have to go change clothes and then come back in. and uh, Dirty those underwear, too. I, I, I don't know if I could even say anything to him. So mom would destroy you if you smoked. She would just absolutely obliterate you. So my challenge or question, so me, you, mom, and my sister, whatever, we, we walk out into the lobby of our hotel. No, no, how about we walk towards the pool where, like, the bar is, and Willie's smoking, and he sees you, he's like, oh, hey, Vince, and he <laughs> goes to hand it to you. If I was you, I would, okay, I'll see y'all later. <laughs> I am 100% going to turn Mom to Olivia, and I'm going to say, I don't know what the repercussions are going to be of this, <laughs> but I'm just going to let you know right now that short of divorce, this is it's happening. worth it. Because, yeah, this is happening. Absolutely. And I'd be like, sorry, Mom, <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll, I'm going too. And so would my sister. Oh, and man. then that's the story of how Mom chilled yeah. on the beach I, alone. Yeah, there, there's, <laughs> there's a couple people that uh, if they you know handed me some weed and said, let's smoke out, I would 100% smoke out with them. <sighs> Willie Chee Nelson Chong? for sure. <laughs> that's cursed now I would have been like yeah because I'd never seen their movies and I saw their movie and now it's like do I even want to smoke with those guys probably won't be fun because I won't be able to keep up and I'll just end up throwing up or something um, Matthew McConaughey would, oh, would be another one that yeah. I would totally get stoned with um, I mean Jack Johnson hell yeah oh fuck yeah and uh, I don't know about Snoop I think it, it'd be... You can't keep up with him. Yeah. I mean, I could just smoke a little with him uh, and just kind of hang out, but I don't know how compatible me and Snoop are, you know? Yeah, that's true. I, I think the other ones, I could definitely just have some, I don't know, some some good conversations. Snoop, I feel like if I was high, I'd try to start talking like him, you know? <laughs> hey, pass that one over here, faux shizzle. <laughs> I'm not good at that, so I'm just going to stop right there. You're going to edit that out whenever... <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, so it was a great concert, but whenever you go to things, that there's always uh, room for improvements. And so before we get to today's movie, how about we get into a little bit of uh, Shit That Bothers Me Concert Edition. Dude, please don't carry on a conversation with the cashier. There's a fucking line, and she doesn't give a shit anyway. Of all the fucking places, all the empty seats in here, and you want to pick this one right next to me? Is that what's fucking happening? No, I don't want to join your rewards program. 
All right, so welcome to another episode of Shit That Bothers Me with Vince, but this is also going to be with Jack. This is the concert edition. So first of all, I'll, I'll talk about a couple, and then I, I know that you have uh, some that you would like to talk about. Um, sure. We got on the lawn, and they were real good seats. And so, you know, the, the lawn, there's a slope, but it's not a huge slope because, you know, you just fucking roll down in your chairs. So if it's done right, the people in front of you, you can see over them. We're all sitting down. Why do you get up and dance in front of the people that you know are right behind you and that you know are not going to be able to see? Well, I mean, if you want to dance, then dancing makes your concert experience better. Okay. At the detriment of others' concert experience. Well, I mean, I guess there's concert etiquette, but I mean, we live in America. But okay, and so people don't care. All right. You're trying to cut him a break, but what are some things you said to me when uh, old white lady got up and started doing the old white lady? Yeah, dancing some in of the worst of dancing I probably ever saw. Oh yeah, it looked like she was dancing to like elevator music or something. She would just move side to side, and then she just had her hands like on her legs, and she would like kind of yeah. hit, hit one side and then hit the other side, and it was it was and awful. she was like barely swaying. Yeah, I don't know what all I said. I know I said I wanted to kick her in the back and watch her like roll down the hill. Yeah. I think at some point you said you were going to do something that would get you arrested. It was funny though. I was having yeah. a good, good time, even though I couldn't even even the TV. Yeah, that was the best for me to look at. She was blocking. Yeah, she was blocking everything. I know. Fuck that. Like I, I wish you could just bring a paintball gun, and when like somebody starts doing that, you just pop a couple paintballs in their in their back, and and then I think they'll get the message. Or did I pet cemetery and slash their Achilles? <laughs> well, that's. I would have liked that I'd, better. I'd rather not everybody bring in a scalpel. I'd I'd rather just some people have some, you know, just a just a few people. May, like maybe you could go rent them like the chairs. You know, they're an extra like they they cost a little bit more, but they're going to come in handy. And so nobody's standing up in front of me except one lady. She's dancing, but she's far enough down where I can still see the stage and uh, and you know the 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 TV that's up above. But then. The the dad who's like six seven, he's fucking huge, and he got the daughter on his shoulder. I know, like he, when he stood up, it's like I, your daughter doesn't even know who this band I is. Know. He just brought him because he couldn't find a fucking babysitter. Well, I could still see the TV when he got up, and then yeah, when when he put his daughter on his shoulders, and and I threw my arms in the air, so I knew, like you said, everybody behind you thinks you're a dick right now. But I was like, what fuck you, man? And it's like it's. Us being selfish versus them being selfish is what this battle is. It's them being inconsiderate. How am I being selfish? <laughs> yeah. Well, how's that? That's not well, selfish. Well, they, they want the best for their view yeah, but and their experience, and we want the best for our view and their experience. But I guess it's them being more selfish than us because they acted first. Or that they acted. We didn't. We no. stayed sitting. Yeah. That, and that's not a concert you fucking stand for. No. Everyone was standing for Suicide Boys, and the mosh pits were forming not in the mosh pit, in the fucking lawn, and in between like the, the seating sections full of people moshing. That's fine. You you stand up it's for a, a concert It's a Suicide like Boys that. concert, yeah. Jack Johnson, you sit down and you, you chill. fucking... Yeah, chill. Hit a spliff, yeah, and drink some drinks, and uh, I should have brought a spliff. Eat, eat some awesome pizza, and uh, yeah, pizza but, was really good. But they, it's like this is the me show all the time, and you're the star, and so you don't take anybody's life into any kind of consideration when you're doing anything. It's like the the people in 
trying to leave at the end. You know, I was in my truck first and I'm ready to go. And there's, there's a little opening and that other fucker across from us who got in his car like 20 minutes after us, he just moves his ass in there. I think I said I wanted to flip him off or shoot yeah. him in the face or something. And then stick him a bunch of times uh, <laughs> with, with a shank. I mean, yeah. Yeah, by by that time we'd kind of had enough of the the people being just kind of douchers, just kind of yeah. douchers. And speaking of douchers, um, Jack became a, an official doucher. He uh, had a white claw. He had himself a, a white claw. So I'm going to let Jack get into a little bit of shit that bothers him. Uh-huh. Uh, drink um, version. Well, it's very expensive. I might do a little like Dora segment here. Do you I speak bought, a little Spanish. I, no, I bought two drinks. I got a tall boy. White Claw, um, Black Cherry. Which sucked. Yeah, it tasted bad, but it was bearable, so I could drink it. It was not bearable. It, to me, beer is not bearable, and basically anything else is. So I'd rather have that than a beer. Uh, so I bought that, and I bought a double Jack and Coke. Which was also terrible. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Guess how much I paid. Dun, 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 dun. Whatever, that song, you know. Uh, $47. <laughs> The problem is that these venues, they don't tell you how much it is. You got to ask. Mm-hmm. And I'm so used to everywhere else that they say, will that be all? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, all right, 1143. Or it's reasonable. You're getting a couple drinks. Yeah, they tell you your total. So uh, I didn't expect my drinks to be that much. So I, I bought the White Claw, and then I should have known later to ask about the Jack and Coke because the White Claw I checked was 20 bucks. But I had a, a tall boy white claw in me, and I guess I was feeling all right. All the and while, I, I had pointed it out several times that there was a margarita I slushy forgot. place, and I, I forgot. I, I pointed and to it multiple 40 times. Bucks. Well, you spent fifty. So if you could have got one good fucking margarita, mm. yeah, I guess. And they weren't fifty bucks. <laughs> they they might have been thirty or something, but they looked really fucking they good. You can't really go wrong good. with that. Yeah, you can't go wrong with a margarita. Yeah, you can go wrong with White Claws because, man... Yeah, it was, was gross. I was really disappointed. I, I like Truly's better, but if I'm going to have to have like a seltzer-esque drink, definitely going to do a Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea's the best. Yeah, we got some of that in the garage right now. And I would forgotten they were in there. And the last thing is when uh, people trick up their songs. When it, when it doesn't sound the same as you're used to it sounding or they bring in some extra instruments or, or do something, it's like... Just just don't, man. Just just play the song like we know them, like we like them. Because they started playing one song one time, and I was like, yeah, I'm not familiar with this. And I'm pretty much familiar with all of Jack Johnson's work. Yeah. But he brought out this little ukulele thing, and then the dude starts playing the piano. And and then I realized what it was. I'm like, dude, this is, whoa. Really? You did this to this song? And <laughs> I just, I don't prefer that. And this segment is shit that bothers me. So it may not bother you, but that's uh, that's just something that bothers me. And then, of course, uh, trying to get out of the parking lot at the end. Yeah. Uh, but that bothers anybody. And that was Shit That Bothers Me Concert Edition. Dude, please don't carry on a conversation with the cashier. There's a fucking line, and she doesn't give a shit anyway. Of all the fucking places, all the empty seats in here, and you want to pick this one right next to me? Is that what's fucking happening? No, I don't want to join your rewards program. All right, and lastly, when I was uh, looking up uh, Zacchaeus, I saw that uh, his birthday is uh, today, September 11th. And so I decided to look at more people whose birthday was uh, the week of September 11th through uh, the 16th, just so we could, you know, maybe wish some people some happy birthdays in case they happen to be listening. So we have uh, actress Christy McNichol, which I know you have no idea who that is, but anybody who grew up in the 70s knows who Christy McNichol is. 
Why? Because she was a little darling. Um, she was one of those <laughs> girls next door, but guys really dug her. She was cute. She was cool. And um, you felt like you had a chance with her. Uh, turns out she's lesbian, so the joke was on all the boys who uh, who liked her. But th- yeah, there was something about her that, that I really liked. But she was in this movie called Little Darlings with Tatum O'Neill and Matt Dillon. And they were away at a summer camp. And both the girls dared each other to lose their virginity to Matt Dillon. So it was a, a great movie in the 70s. I'm sure it's uh, complete dog shit now. But okay. it was one of those that I enjoyed watching. Uh, we also have, uh, oh, she's 54. Uh, rapper Ludacris is 39. Zacharias Holmes, also known as uh, Zachass from uh, Jackass now. He's uh, 31. Uh, Linda Gray, the original Wonder Woman from the TV show, is 76. Joe Pantoliano, 65. You're only including my people I don't know. You know him. He is in The Matrix. He's that little squirrely guy who's kind of an ass. Oh, that ass. Yeah. What do you mean kind of an ass? He kills tanks. Yeah. He's in uh, Memento. Okay. And I think he's been in like a handful of other movies. I hate that guy. Like he's in a lot of movies. I hate how sometimes an actor plays the same like character in a bunch Mm -hmm. of movies and you're like, like, I hate that actor. I hate him. But then you're you trying to separate him from yeah. his work, and you're like, I can't do it. He might I hate be him. a completely nice guy, but I, I have a feeling. Bastard. I have a feeling that he's he's just like he is. Like he's playing himself, and like his own he's family doesn't like it. him. He is really good at it, but he's also pigeonholed himself into yeah. those kind of roles because he is so good. But you know what? He's cashing checks. Um, original MTV VJ Nina Blackwood is sixty four. VJ? So, yes, video jockeys. Back when MTV first came out, they had these people that would introduce the next videos that were coming up. And there was Martha Stewart, and there was uh, Mark Goodman, and Alan Hunter, and then Nina Blackwood. And that's one thing kids today will never understand, the greatness of when MTV first came out. And you get to meet these VJs, and they're just... And coming up, we're going to have Michael Jackson, and uh, Lionel Richie, and uh, Judas Priest, and... They were just, they had the dream job. There's no kid in the 80s who didn't want to be an MTV VJ. And it's just sad that they just don't have that anymore. It's just, MTV is ridiculousness, as far as I know. That's Every time I fly by, that's what's on. But ridiculousness is also garbage. Because Robert Deerdeck is not likable. Stilo Brim might as well be a cardboard cutout, doesn't do shit. Yeah. Chanel West Coast, she's got no thoughts bouncing through her head. I feel like she's a robot, and they press a button... And it does that goat noise. Yeah. Isn't she a rapper? Yeah, Chanel West Coast. Yeah. That's her name. Gosh. And it's stupid. They show you like a clip and a half and then make you sit through a movie uh, of commercials. And then like uh, they show one clip. This is my next segment. I, this one's so funny because it's called Should Have Done My Homework. Check this out. Mm-hmm. And then a kid falls off a tire swing and we'll be right back after <laughs> ridiculousness and yeah. ah! pretty much. Yeah. It's so bad. I, I can't watch that show. Every now and then they'll do a, a scorpion compilation though. That but just uh, go makes on Reddit, it. dude. I know r slash full scorpion. Just yeah. go on that subreddit. I don't know how that show is still on. Because I, I, I can't even watch it. I, I liked my, it when I, I was yeah. younger and then the I, I have TV standards now of like, yeah. I'm not going to watch something that is only commercials. Rapper 2 Chains is 39. Damn. Actor Ben Savage from Boy Meets World is 36. I don't know who That's that is. Fred Savage's brother from Wonder Years. But Ben Savage, you have no idea what uh, 
Boy Meets World is? No. So you have no idea what a Topanga is? No. Uh, rapper Nas is 43. Okay. Tommy Lee Jones is 70. He looks rough 70. Director Oliver Stone is 70. He did um, Platoon. Hmm. And uh, another movie that I have on my list that I've almost played a couple times, but then I've chickened out. So uh, how's, awesome. that, how's that for a tease? Awesome. A couple more. Tom Hardy is 39. Dark Knight Rises okay. and uh, Mad, Mad Max. Max. Yep. And Venom. Yeah, yeah, Venom. <laughs> uh, actor Mickey Rourke is 60. I'm never comfortable watching him in a movie. I I, I couldn't Who tell you. What I know? You've seen him before. I can't describe him. He's just, I'm never comfortable watching him, and I'm never comfortable watching Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen, I think, was in um, Kill Bill. He was like a cowboy guy. Oh, him? Yeah. Um, he's but, not that bad. But those two, I'm just... He's also the guy that cut off the dude's ear yeah, in Reservoir Dogs. So if they're in a movie, there better be some other star power for me to watch it. And if they're starring in a movie, I'm out because they're just creepy. All right, a couple more. Comedian Amy Poehler, so funny, is 45. And then rapper, your favorite rapper, Flo Rida, oh. is uh, 37. God, I hate Flo So uh, happy birthday to uh, to all y'all out there. We, uh, we appreciate you listening, and I'm sure you are. All right, Jack, you got anything else for the lobby? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and I will have let Jack unveil <laughs> today's movie. I got excited. I thought it was my turn because it's been so long. Okay, so today's movie, shockingly, rated R, a runtime of an hour 39. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 26%, <laughs> while the audience gave it a 54%. IMDb gave this a 6.3 out of 10. The Mormon mother saw us that the violence and gore is severe and that a man smokes a cigar in the bathroom. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, any guesses on the title? Saw 2. Ninja Assassin. What? <laughs> I waited two weeks for this? It looks awesome. Does it? It looks like it's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean... I was going to ask if there's anybody I know in it, but I guarantee there's not. I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. All right. Um. So where did you find this one? I think I saw like a fight clip on YouTube and okay. I just put it on. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Right. I I bet the story is he was left for dead by like his ninja friends and then he <laughs> trained and they're like they thought he was dead and then he comes back and probably just slaughters all of them. Do you have ninja friends or are they just kind of your colleagues or teammates or, or how does that work? Did like ninjas you go belong, out and do ninja shit and then they go out to Denny's later? You belong to the same clan. You're like okay. family. All right. So his family betrays him and leave him out in the snow after like stabbing him in the stomach or something. My guess is he like he's trained to be a ninja but he fight the shogun like, of shadow. Like he's <laughs> he's not really part of the clan. Like maybe he was he was taken in. So he's like the the black sheep. Yeah. Okay. And then he has to prove himself. Well, hold up. All the other ninjas get murdered. And he has to avenge their lives because there's still like a top ninja. <laughs> and one but of like, us is correct. Like all of his teammates <laughs> or, or friends get murdered. So he wasn't allowed to go on that mission for some reason just because he wasn't mm-hmm. ready yet. And so now wow. he's got to go in there. We've and- got the cliches covered. <laughs> no. Both of these, I think it, it'll be mine. Right? With a ninja, it makes more sense for the left for dead thing to happen. I don't know. I, I will see. We might both be wrong, but I kind of doubt it. I hope he's got some throwing stars. <laughs> there was something I saw that pretty crazy. Okay. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, you waited two weeks for this. It's a ninja assassin, so let's do it. Let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2009's Ninja Assassin. Yup. Who knew that it would take you 175 episodes to pick a movie called Ninja Assassin? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, let me give it the 50 Cent Tour. This movie is about a secret ninja training facility high up uh, on top of a mountain, it looked like. Yeah. Where the main guy gets orphaned somehow, and then uh, he's a real hard ass on them. And trades them to be uh, ninja assassins. Yep. And one of his pupils named uh, Rizo. 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 <laughs> he uh, he has a little rebel in him. And well, uh, they killed his girlfriend. Well, yeah, That's I mean, more than a little rebel. He had a just cause. They weren't really dating. I mean, they were connected because yeah. their hearts beat in unison. Uh huh. And then. She asked him to come with her because she was trying to ditch. Mm-hmm. She kissed him and then left, and then she was publicly executed in front of him. So flash forward, he does his first contract. He's on the roof, and the clan leader and now all the guys are like, Good job. Like, Good job. All right, now prove to us that you can do it. And they're like, this girl, she tried to escape. Kill her, and you'll officially be one of us. So then he starts to slaughter all of them because well, you, he, he's the best well and you know that that he had a lot of guilt from not saving his yeah not girlfriend going. and so he saw this girl same a, situation as, as her yeah and so he just started killing everybody mm-hmm. then they basically landed enough blows on him to kill 40 people and then he fell in the ocean and mm-hmm. that's the end of the flashback yeah but yeah they're hunting him down but he's hunting them down and they're being hired by different countries to be their assassins. Um, so they're very sought after. They're protected because uh, the people that do know about them, if they find out anyone's researching, they'll sick the hounds on them, basically, and the, the ninjas will come get them. So he meets this girl who's researching them, and they team up. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. So my regular place for uh, what the internet has to say says Ninja Assassin is a 2009 neo-noir martial arts film directed by James Mateague. The story was written by blah, 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 blah. Yes. So it doesn't really say much. bullshit. So I went over to IMDb, and it says, A young ninja turns his back on the orphanage that raised him, leading to a confrontation with a fellow ninja from the clan. What is the place you always get it from? You're secretive just then. Like, the place I usually get it from had this. So I went over to IMDb. I thought you got it from IMDb no, usually. I get it from the internet. <laughs> you just what the internet has yeah, to say? Yeah. Okay. Where is that? You just Google the movie and read what it says? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I just I look up the movie and it shows me yeah. Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb and it gives me a little synopsis of it. Cool. Yeah. So 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Bullshit. This was not a 26% movie. Not even close, man. I thought maybe it would be because I realized a little bit through that I hadn't just seen one scene, that I had seen like a a compilation. Oh. Like someone had put a song and done some montage work because when I saw him training as a child, I was like, I've seen that. When he did the bed of nails thing, I was like, I saw that. Damn, dude. So I had I had seen a little bit. I saw him get his foot fucked up, but I had forgotten about it until it happened. 
I, I just saw a couple things here and there and then some fights, which I didn't even remember any specifics about the fights, except for the amazing amount of blood that they used. And I was like, yeah, let me not finish this and let me pick this sometime. Yeah. So How long ago was it that you saw this? Last month, maybe. Oh, okay. Early this month. So it had been maybe. a while. Okay. I was afraid that you just looked it up today. No, no. You had two weeks to find a movie, and it would be uh, right on par for you to like look it up 10 minutes before we go. <laughs> well, I and mean, I could have. That would have been in Jack fashion. Mm-hmm. But this movie is not necessarily what I thought it was. I thought this was just going to be he trains, and then it's just a blood fest. You know, like, he f- he never fights one person. He's always fighting, like, 13 guys at once and chopping all their heads up. I mean, well, that's kind of what happened. But there was so much story to this. There was a lot of... Was there so much? Yeah, I mean, why did that lady have to be included at all? Why? What about that Russian KGB agent that went too close to the sun well, researching the ninjas and then he gets killed? I think... I wish the lady wasn't in it. And I wish there wasn't story there. I kind of wish it was just a splatter house, you know? Well, it was a splatter house. Okay, let, the let's, splatter house was happening. Let's be real. This, it, this was a splatter house for sure. This was probably, if it was an hour 39, it was probably about 40 minutes of story or more. Probably more. Probably about 50 minutes of okay, so not fighting. Do you count the orphanage scenes as story? Yes, but they were more interesting than yeah. the rest of the... Uh, the oh, orphanage the, had to... The dojo, whatever, that had to happen. That was cool to watch. Yeah. All the flashbacks. Yeah, so he's being raised in this orphanage, and they're teaching him the ways, and, and the master's... each other. The master's fucking brutal, mm-hmm. man. Kid's uh, trying to sneak down the hall, and he's he like makes, 10. makes too much noise, and the dude fucking canes the bottom of his feet to where it like one splits of those open. sticks. Fuck, man. Dude's got scars all over him, mm-hmm. and anytime you fuck up, you pay with blood. And so he's just abusing all these kids, but teaching them how to be these badass ninjas. If they're in the shadow, they're unstoppable. <laughs> yeah. They were so fast, and there were so many cool scenes where... Like, you couldn't see them, and then when they wanted to be seen, they're just popping up behind all these things, yeah. just materializing. I liked when they were, when they went on, like, red alert at the compound where they were holding Rizo, mm-hmm. and the guys were all walking, and they look up through that, like, there's, like, a big hole in the ceiling for whatever reason. There wasn't really anything, and then they all start appearing, pulling all their swords on their back. How cool. And there's a never-ending supply of them. Yeah. There was a never-ending supply of them at the compound where the big shootout happened. There was a never-ending supply of them at the secret ninja training facility. At any time there was a fight, there was just Uh, countless ninjas. It's like the rest of them were hiding in the shadows all along. They were like always there, but you could never see them. I I kept thinking, like, why is this the main lady, Mika? Mm Mm-hmm. She like honked the or like beep beep the car when she was gonna leave. I'm like, why would she do that? Like now they know. But then I thought they're already watching her. Yeah, they already yeah. know. <laughs> they they were omniscient. This ninja presence knew because I'm the main character. He went a year with a blindfold on, mm-hmm. and he can hear. He was asleep like in a a death coma almost, yeah. uh, in which he can heal himself from because ninja technique. Yep. All right, cool. Hey, Mr. Miyagi had it where he just would <laughs> rub his hands together and heal Danielson's shoulder. You don't da- remember Daniel that? Daniel what? Danielson. 
<laughs> you don't remember Karate Kid? I barely. I mean, I, I remember the. His name was Daniel Larusso, the, and he called Jayden him Jaden Smith. One better. No, fuck. Did he that. say? Is it S A N? Daniel San? Maybe. Probably. Daniel San. Let, let's just. Who who was the kid? Uh, Will Smith's kid? Yeah, Jaden Smith. Fuck that. That should have never fucking happened. I saw that one before I saw the original. That's fucking and I, blasphemy. I think I saw the original. I don't even know that I saw it. That the other one had Jackie Chan in it. Oh, Jackie Chan he trained was Mr. Uh, Miyagi, yeah. What's the kid's name again? I can't Jaden Smith. Okay, I just keep forgetting his name right as you say it. <laughs> yeah, Jaden Smith was trained by Jackie Chan. He he caught the the fly with the chopsticks yeah. and did all that and then like these kids were bullying Jaden Smith, so he basically beat up a bunch of kids. So did he go to a Halloween party as a shower and get beat up by a bunch of skeletons? I think that probably did not make it <laughs> to mm. the remake. Well, that's that's a that's a shame. I've never seen the the Jaden Pinkett Smith one. That's um, Jada. Oh, I've never seen that one. I never want to see it because I'm a Karate Kid purist. Okay. There was only one good Karate Kid, and it was the very first one. The second one sucked, and then the third one had a girl. And, uh, I mean, you know. Which, What's wrong with that? Uh, call it something Old else, man. Old man exposed. <laughs> That's Karate Girl. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's a superhero. Didn't we talk about two uh -oh. weeks ago that there was no good girl superheroes? Unless Karate they Girl. they got to make their there you go. own. They can't base it off something no, that already I, exists. See, I just don't like... You're going to have the Karate Kid. Look, I know why they did it. They're like, let's have a, a, a girl and let's, you know, let's get some girls Diversify. to like this. Yeah, but, you know, it's too late. You know, the, if it was the original. I just, yeah, exactly. Because, like, Karate Kid 4 Golden Bud or whatever, they're going to have a fucking golden retriever doing it. You know, they just they just make it worse and karate worse. Karate Bud. And, yeah, they're just trying. Yeah, that sounds a lot better than what I came up with. <laughs> golden Bud. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking Golden Bud 4. What is it that called? what you said? There was Golden in one of the Air Bud names, right? Golden Receiver. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Just just leave shit alone. You know, don't add on a second and a third. And, you know, every now and then a sequel can be good. But they just fucking wring every last drop out of anything they can. If you make a good name for something... People are going to try to exploit it as much as they can to get just a, just a superhero movie. Few, few more pennies, few more pennies. Come on! What y'all can't see is that he's air wringing out a cloth as yeah. he was saying all uh -huh, of that. Because I'm talking to you. <laughs> That's what this is. We're father yeah, and son duo who love it's, watching movies, then having a conversation. It's, it's funny how much I nod while you're talking, as if <laughs> more than you can see that. As if I'm I saying, want you to see that, but I would also want. Everyone listening to know that I am indeed nodding, confirming that I am hearing what he's saying. Yeah, he's wearing a, a black hoodie right now with the hood up, and he kind of looks like the emperor over there just kind of <laughs> nodding at me. Yeah. Good, good. <laughs> oh, yeah, so Karate Kid, um, the first one, that's the only one. Yeah, Jaden Pinkett Smith should have never... <laughs> Shouldn't have ever remade the Karate Kid. And she shouldn't have ever cheated on Will Smith either. You know, that's one of those bullshit things that my parents are movie stars, so I'm automatically a movie star. I'm yeah. automatically a pop star. You know, what did that... I'm not just enjoy being rich for doing nothing. Yeah. If you and mom were both actors and this power <laughs> couple everyone cared about and, you know, she cheated on you and... Wait a minute. You, you slapped Chris Rock. No. I mean, I would just enjoy never having to work. I'd drop out of school in first grade, you know? I would you just wouldn't. be rich. Yeah. Maybe I'd kill you <laughs> and mom. Why? So I inherit your money immediately. 
Well, when I turn 18. You don't need our money. No, if I was Jaden Smith. But he went and became a musician and an actor and like an environmental activist. Like, did not, he? Not me, dude. Did he become a musician? Yeah, he's a pretty successful rapper. I don't know if he's released music in a long time, but I know he released an album and everyone liked it, seemingly. I just remember, I whip my hair back and forth, I whip oh, my hair yeah, back and Willow. forth, I whip my hair back and she's forth. She's still a singer. Mm. I, I think she's definitely grown out of the whip my hair back and forth phase. And Jaden Smith released his rap album. He was older than me when he released it. Yeah. He was probably in his early 20s. If his name wasn't Jaden Pinkett Smith, would he have <laughs> ever not. got an album deal? Would he have ever gotten one? Fuck I don't know. No. I haven't listened. Fuck it might no. be good. No fucking way. Would Whip My Hair Back and Forth ever been played on the radio if she wasn't... What's her name? Willow. Willow Pinkett Smith. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> it would have never been her because producers would have been like... You you what? You whip your hair? No, get the fuck out of here. There was a get the fuck out. There was a clip I saw where he brought Will out on the stage, mm. and Will like rapped. Like I think they have a song kind of together or something. And Just the two of us. No, and, nope. and he Will Smith came out on the stage. It looked like a massive crowd, of and it was. a pretty massive concert. Well, you no know, one I, would go just because it's Jaden. No one would go to Jaden Pinkett Smith's concert. <laughs> sure they would. If the music was garbage. That's bullshit. It's a concert, not a meet and greet. If no one liked Jaden Pinkett Smith's... <laughs> it's funny every time. It's a peninsula of this episode. It is. If no one liked his music, they wouldn't go to his concert just because he's Jaden Smith. So why did they go? Because they probably like his music. What are you doing? I'm going to go to Spotify real quick. <sighs> I mean, you're just dead set on everyone loves this fucking multi-talented Jaden Smith who's been in two movies and he made boxed water. And you think that is, and he's also Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's son. And you think that's enough for people to go to his concert? Yes. Would you go to Hank William Jr. Jr. Jr.'s concert because he's related to Hank Williams Sr.? No, but I'm a smart a person. <laughs> the world's full of dumb people, Jack. This happened the other day. So you know Payless Shoe Store, right? Yes, how they used to be a thing, yes. Yeah, and you know that their shoes pretty much fall apart 30 minutes after you buy them, right? I mean, that's not true, but sure. It, those are the cheapest shoes out there. Well, they, they get name brands and just put them on super sale. No, they don't. They had Skechers there. Oh, okay. So Skechers are <laughs> you had you have top had shelf. multiple pairs. Of I have Skechers. had one pair of Skechers, <laughs> and I gave you shit until you stopped wearing. They them. They were casual work shoes. <laughs> this, like I, I had think to this wear was them before the podcast. Dude, they dude. were fucking the most comfortable shoes I've ever had. Oh, but how disgusting! Anyway, if you own Skechers, stop listening to us. Tony Romo owns Skechers. Uh, great, the fucking shittiest. I'm a break my back every damn day quarterback. He was a good quarterback. The fucking NFL's ever seen. He broke his back a lot, but like uh, four times. I think it was his collarbone most of the times. And then they were like, "Oh wait, our our quarterback sub. He's way fucking better. Let, let's keep Dak Prescott on the team." Well, you know that's how Tony Romo became the the quarterback because they had another guy he got he hurt broke his back. Romo came in and just started fucking kicking ass Romo he had a lot of plays that you were like oh, come on dude but he had a lot of plays that where you were like holy I mean, shit he, he gave it to Marion Barber every fucking no, time no, he, he could didn't. man 
That Marion Barber, I could have done better out there than Marion fucking Barber. I was born in Dallas, so I was raised a Dallas Cowboy fan. Okay, they're and my I, team. I was too. They're my team growing up. They're still my team. It's really fucking hard to be a Cowboy fan yeah, because we have the worst general manager in the history of football. He's a fucking well. Okay, most people would say no, we don't, but yeah, we fucking do. He did. Jason Garrett's gone though. No, I'm the general manager. The general um, manager Jerry Jones uh, hired Jerry Jason Jones. Garrett, so he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, if he you did got white hair. You should he did be in charge of anything in the entire world. He did one good thing, and that's buy the Cowboys, hire Jimmy Johnson as the coach. They won two Super Bowls with him. Then he fucking fired Jimmy like a fucking idiot because he wanted all the fucking clout. Hires Barry Switzer, who's a I mean he's a really funny guy, but he wasn't a very good coach in the NFL. But the team still won because it was still Jimmy's guys. Then what have the Cowboys done since then? Not a fucking thing because Jerry <laughs> Jones is a fucking idiot who hires fucking idiot coaches. Jason Garrett fucking wasted really good teams because of that stupid fucking asshole. <laughs> Terrible fucking coach. But yeah, so Marion Barber, and I'm almost done here because I know this is not a sports broadcast, but I have a lot of hot sports opinions. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know so, so Marion Barber, he was the cleanup running back. They, they had a regular running back that would run all over the field and just, I mean, was really, really good. And then in the end, when the defense was all worn out, they'd put Marion Barber in there, and he would just run the fuck over people, man. You needed a first down, he'd get it. You were down at the five-yard line, he'd push through for a touchdown in the fourth quarter. And then the running back who was really good, the starting running back, he left. Mm -hmm. And so everybody thought, Marion Barber's so fucking good because he kicks ass at the end of the game. So Jerry Jones is like, well, let's give him this big fucking contract. And then everybody saw what Marion Barber was. Dog shit. Dog shit. But anyway, he was all right. the worst football player I've ever witnessed on live television. There were so many times, handed off to him, and he would just run into his own people and fall down. And it was just infuriating. <laughs> but anywho. I hate watching completely untalented people make millions of dollars. Oh, I do too. That's why I'm not making millions of dollars, because I am talented. It's me, me as well. So talented. So talented. I'm more talented than Jaden Pinkett Smith. <laughs> we'll listen to I his, guarantee uh, it. his top the hell, like, two songs. The after. hell we will. The hell we will. Anyway, Payless Shoe Store. So those are cheap fucking shoes. Yes. They're not name brand shoes. But anyway, in uh, <laughs> they did an experiment in California where they made this brand new looking shoe store and they named it something really, really fancy. Like and, what? And they bought... Pay more? No, but they brought Payless shoes in there and they marked them up to where like $400 shoes and stuff like that. People came and fucking bought them. <laughs> like people came in droves to spend $400 on a pair of fucking $20 shoes. And that's California for you. But then they, but then afterwards they bought them. They didn't let them leave the store and they told them, hey, these are Payless shoes. These actually retail for like $27. And the people are like, for real? Oh my Just, gosh. People are fucking idiots, man. And do you think they were paid actors? No, absolutely not. <laughs> No, this was a real experiment. Maybe they were just really good. So I'm just saying those are the people that go to Jaden Pinkett Smith concerts and Willow Pinkett Smith concerts, <laughs> right? Will Pinkett they, they just, Smith? They just think it gets them closer to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air or something, you know? I think that's entirely bullshit. Well, it has come from my mouth, so... Uh, people in my high school liked Jaden Smith. How do you think... Well, you really think that anyone my age really gives a shit about... Just meeting them, like I'm oh, not saying you're gonna. They're meet not them. even meeting them. They're probably gonna get shitty seats and be way in the back. And like, this song sucks, but at least that's <laughs> Jaden Pinkett Smith. You're a dumbass. 
You're well, actually just okay. stupid, and you're trying to die on a hill that's not worth dying on. Some of them feel like that. <laughs> Others are stupid and like Jaden Pinkett Smith's songs. Right, let's get back. Hey, but you just said they like the songs now. So do they like them? Some idiots do. They do. Like Jaden Pinkett Smith. Combination of the two, I think. <laughs> All right, let's get back to uh, how musicians work. You you kind of like them, and you like their music too. Let's get back to Ninja Pinkett Smith Assassin. Okay. All right. So he lived this really hard life in this orphanage, where, like I said, you you fuck up, you bleed. Keep calling it an orphanage. It's definitely a lot more. It's full of orphans. So technically, you're right. But I would not. I don't know (laughs) know what you would call that place, but I would. Not call that an orphanage. A secret ninja <laughs> orphanage facility. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Training. You have secret training ninja in there. orphanage facility. So that's secret ninja orphanage. So it's snoff. Snoff. Yeah, okay. snoff. Well, if you skip past this part, I'm sorry for you because we're going to be saying snoff the rest of the mm-hmm. episode. So growing up in the snoff, man, times were hard. Yeah. The, the- snoff had some harsh rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's snoff. Stop it. <laughs> oh, come on. You could have made that sound more like enough. But yeah, the, the main guy was a, was a real dick. and Yeah, the clan leader. Yeah, but in the end, I really, really enjoyed it. You thought that he was old, and you thought that the guy would be able to kill him at the end pretty quick. I didn't. Well, I did. I knew, well, you've already fucking seen it in the previews. Uh, I knew it was going to be the whole Yoda effect. He looks old and weak, but then man unsheaths his lightsaber, and he's doing front flips and bouncing off the walls and shit. Like, you remember the part <laughs> when he's like, uh, when Yoda... Lego Yoda? No, I mean, yeah, Lego Yoda's <laughs> yeah. doing all the front flips, and even in the Battlefront games, but... Whenever Yoda already knows that Palpatine is the emperor and they're in that place with all the seats, yeah. the floating seats, and Yoda's fighting him and doing flips and jumping and shit. Wait, is that where he dies? Yoda dies? And Yoda dies at some point. I don't remember. He I look, got too old. I like the first three Star Wars movies. The rest pretty much are dog shit. Well, Ex- I except mean, for Re- Revenge of the Sith. I only like that one because you got to see the birth of Darth Vader. But I, mean, I, I, fucking, I like the first six. No, you fucking don't. The one with that little fucking kid. What's his name? Jack something? Well, And Jar Jar Binks? Are you fucking kidding me? I haven't seen the original three Star Wars movies in fucking forever. The first Star Wars movie, everybody says Empire Strikes Back is the best. They're fucking wrong. A New Hope. It's the one where they're out in the snow all the time. Oh, A New Hope, the very first one, is the best one. I like the old Star Wars stuff. Even the... There's like the old ones... The kind of old ones and the new ones. Even the kind of old ones that are kind of bad with Ewan McGregor, I love those ones because I grew up on those. You know, and I, I never hated Kid Anakin like you Jake, did. Jake Lloyd. Because you were an adult. All right. So we're talking <laughs> No, you right. weren't, but right. you were old enough to see that kid and hate him. Yeah. The first time I saw it, I was not old enough to uh, like recognize good acting from bad. I was still watching Wiggles when I saw fucking the first so original the, trilogy. I think Rev- Return of the Jedi probably came out in like 1981 or something like that. And so then you wait like 15 or 20 years for a new Star Wars to come out. I love Star Wars growing up, man. Right in my wheelhouse. 1976 is when the first one came out. I'm like seven years old, man. I wanted to fucking be Luke Skywalker or Luke Skywalker's son or whatever. And so I loved Star Wars. Just fucking loved it. And then you hear that they're going to make a new one. 
and you wait 20 years or whatever for it to come out. And when it comes out, that's the piece of shit they roll out with little fucking Jake Lloyd, who had to be related to fucking George Lucas to get that fucking job, and Jar Jar Binks. That's what they fucking gave us. I've never been so disappointed in a movie than whatever that was called. What what was it? The the stupid Jedi boy or something? <laughs> Gosh. Uh, directed by Jaden Pinkett Smith. Yes. I was so disappointed in that movie. And so the only other Star Wars movie I think I liked is the one where they all died in the end. You Rogue know, one. Yeah, that was that we was saw decent. That once I remember liking mm-hmm. that as well. I remember thinking that's better than I thought it was going to be. So you don't like the ones with the young Anakin, like where he fights you and McGregor in the lava? Well, that's what I said. I, I kind of like that one. Three. I, we have that on DVD. I love that movie. I just like it because at the end you kind of get to see how he became evil yeah. and he killed the, all those and, and the fight and the fight at the end. Which that kind of leads us back to <laughs> Ninja Assassin. It does. Okay, let's get back to it. Now you'll know how I feel about the Dallas Cowboys and uh, Jaden Pinkett Smith and uh, the new Star Wars movies. Yep. It's the holy trifecta. All right, so um, what'd you think of the blood? It looked ridiculous. I loved it, though. I fucking loved the I blood. I mean, so The color was beautiful. I love the color. Bright red. That's yes. That's how it should be in an arcade kind of slasher like this. So you know? good. Whenever it's insane combat, tons of flipping... They had the scorpion from Mortal Kombat's weapon, the knife on the end of a, a chain, swinging it around. He was I'll a fucking be, expert at that, I man. would be pissed if someone was using that and slashed someone's throat and a gallon didn't come out, yeah. you know? Like, there's a guy, Takeshi, I think was his name, who kept calling him, younger brother, came here to die, whatever. When they dueled, he got the knife on the end of the chain through Takeshi's hand mm-hmm. and had his hand facing his neck. And so he's pulling it, and it right as it touches his neck. Yes. Which I I love that, and I even though I know how ridiculous it is, with movies like this, you cannot go wrong with buckets and buckets of blood. However much of that was even real, I don't know. The color was but perfect. It, you need a ton of it. A lot of movies that are like this could learn a lot from this movie with their their blood use. Oh, yeah. How many times have we watched movies where you're like, man, there was just not enough blood? There was plenty of blood in this. And and the color, it wasn't the color of real blood. No. Like, real blood is, like, dark. This one was just bright, shocking. red. Yes, red. And it just worked in this movie so well. It was, it was, it man, it worked. And that little, uh knife on a chain thing like he was so cool he was so good at it and there was one where he just he did it and the knife just went straight in the guy's head and the then top he of his head it out yeah, yeah. It so good so good man the, the fights in this they're very fun to watch yeah they were they were amazing uh we'll get into a favorite parts here in a little bit because i want to talk specifically about one but um so there is this little side story with like the CIA or or something. We'll just call them the CIA. Yeah. And they are doing some investigations. And uh, what's her name? Mika. Mika. She kind of starts figuring out that uh, some ninjas are involved. And so the ninjas are going to come and kill her. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mizo, what's his name? Rizo. Rizo. R-A-I-Z-O. Okay. I forget. I forget. Uh, names aren't important to me. I forget names as people are telling me their names. Hi, I'm John. Okay, I fucking have no idea what your name is anymore. Like, by the time I'm done shaking your hand, I don't remember your name anymore. So, Rizo... Unless you're Jaden Pinkett Smith. I would never shake hands with him. 
<laughs> Why? Because he ruined Karate Kid, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, no, I'm pretty sure the Karate Kid 2 and 3 probably came out before that. And f- from my understanding, <laughs> you said that those were terrible. So I would say that they ruined Karate Kid and that Jaden Pinkett Smith just had trouble reviving Karate Kid. But I mean, did you ever take a step back and kind of think <laughs> that maybe Karate Kid wasn't really worth reviving? I'm, no, it wasn't worth reviving. Don't revive it, man. It was a classic as it was. It's like reviving Top Gun. You just don't. I, oh, wait a minute. It's it's been a long. Good one. It's been a long time since I think I saw the original Karate I think, Kid. I think we own it. I think it's in this closet. <laughs> but I I have this creeping feeling that it might not have ever been good. Like wax on, wax off. Really. <laughs> Paint the fence. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but maybe that sounds like a crappy title and kind of a bad premise. And if it came out in like the 70s or whatever. 80s. Even worse, honestly. It probably was not executed all that well, if if you think about it. All right. So if you were to watch it today, would, <laughs> would Jack enjoy it? No, Jack would not enjoy it. But back then, it was greatness. Like they have, they've done the revamp. What is it on Netflix? The Cobra Kai? Yeah. Yeah. It so looks terrible. I only watched the first season. And at the <laughs> end of the first season, the guy who used to run Cobra Kai, the big fucking asshole who told Johnny to sweep the leg and he hurt uh, Daniel LaRusso. Um, and then Daniel LaRusso did the crane and kicked Johnny's ass and then won the championship and then went over to Okinawa and fought over there as well in Karate Kid Part 2. And then he turned into a girl in Karate <laughs> Kid Part 3. But. <laughs> When that guy fucking showed up and uh, at uh, Johnny Lawrence's dojo, I was like, "Oh, that's too fucking stupid for me. I just, I just can't do it anymore." But in case you haven't noticed, I'm kind of uh, a cynical guy when it comes to some movies, and I just uh, just movies. Well, life I, in general. Me and you are both <laughs> pessimistic assholes. With, I mean, you probably have a better outlook on life than I've ever had, and <laughs> like right now. You probably have a better outlook on life than I. I do. I've probably ever had in my 21 years. I do, and the reason I do is because and we've talked about it here recently. The older you get, and the more you realize I don't have just a a whole lot of time left. You know, I mean, you, you're never promised tomorrow, but I'm not going to live to be 106. So I know I'm, yeah. I'm I'm past the midway point. Yeah, and so that changes things. I get it. Yeah. So you you we had a conversation one time that was like, oh man, I wish I'd have done this back then. I wish I'd have done this back then. And so instead of living in the, I wish I would have done this while I was still this age, we talked about, okay, let's look at it a different way. What do you wish you would have done when you're 63? When you're when you were fifty three, yeah, right. So kind of look at it like See, that. See, I, I can help give good perspective mm-hmm. on things. Like I have, what I like to think is good advice on some things, even though I wouldn't take some of those pieces of advice and use them myself. Like with the concert, you were like, I don't know, and I was like, we might not ever be able to see him again. This yeah. is the kind of guy. He lives in Hawaii. He can just drop it, and he's got enough money and just surf his days out. And you love him, and I love him. Let's go. And you're like, okay. And then we went, and it, we had a great time. Yeah, so I'm one of those people. It's like, oh, fuck yeah, let's do that. And then it gets I closer to well. it, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking leave my house, right? See, if I was the one driving, we <laughs> we wouldn't have gone. But so, yeah, you're you... the one driving, so I can I can whisper in your ear like mm-hmm. that, and, and we can get things yeah. done. Yeah, had a great time. So... 
what I'm trying to do now in my life, like everybody says, oh, those were the best years of our lives back in, you know, high school or 20s or 30s or something like that. And so I'm trying and, and not always doing a good job <laughs> to think of these being the best years of my life, but making them the best years of my life by experiencing things, by doing things, by having have... an award-winning podcast. And, you know, just, yeah. I, I just want to, I want to try to live life like that because, there's going to come a time where I'm too old to do much of anything, and I still got some life left in me. Uh, I mean, it sounds macabre, like I'm like I'm on my deathbed or something. I mean, it but, is macabre. I mean, but at the same aging time, aging is the worst disease <laughs> known to man. It's a big fucking joke, isn't it? Of life. Yeah. Well, you got limited time. Fuck you. Yeah. The big joke is when you get older, you have all this wisdom and you know the right things and what you, yeah, I and you didn't have it before. When I know those big ass decisions. Yeah, when you were young and your only and, big decision left is retiring. <laughs> <laughs> what funeral home to use and what what material you want your coffin to be made out of? Yeah, and I'm it, sorry. It, whether to ask my doctor if my heart's safe enough for sex and what kid to choose to give all this stuff to. Uh, are, yeah, I've, I've made that choice real easy. We already did our will. In realistic terms, the best your life has already passed. It has not, Jack. I mean, the, the prime ends at like 35 or whatever, and then you start going to your regression or whatever. But you got to look at this as like, well, in 10 years, what can't I do? This would be yeah. basically... Looking back from 53 to, to 25, big difference. Looking back from 63 to 53, big difference as well. Yeah. Because the, the decline becomes more rapid. So... Yeah, so I, I'm trying you to... You gotta treat this like you're you're all young and stuff. I know. And, and I... surf now, if, like, you, if you had to try. Oh, I body surfed uh, this summer. Well, but like surf surf. No, I can't surf but surf. But you could. Oh, okay, I see but what you're saying. at 63, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'd be like, yeah, Dad, go out and surf. I don't know. And get your brittle bones broken by the water. But I was wanting to get some kind of tattoo, like on my arm, that represented these are the best years. It was a C'est la vie. Seize the day or whatever. No, that's carpe diem. <laughs> what is say la vie? Say la vie is like fuck off. I'm out of here. Something like that. Well, I mean, hey, I can, you get I, that yeah. on there too. Exactly. Well, get that on there and write your, that on my coffin. Week. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Jesus, right before they pull the plug. Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> uh, Damn. <laughs> so. Like I said, the CIA is involved, and they're investigating and stuff, and so they end up capturing Rezo? Meso. Rizo. Yes. Okay, so Rizo. All right, I told you, man. Bad with names. So they capture him, and uh, they got all these fucking spec ops guys there and mm -hmm. stuff guarding him, and then, uh, but it's too late. The ninjas are coming. Ninjas already know. Yeah, ninjas are already fucking And the there. lights turn off, because yeah. they can, like... Basically teleport from shadow to shadow, seemingly. Which is fucking cool. And when the lights are on, they're <laughs> like fish in a barrel, it seemed like. Well, okay. We'll get to that part here in just a minute. <laughs> so the, the ninjas go in there, and they're just cleaning house, man. Bullets aren't doing much to them in the shadows. Yeah. Imagine being one of those guys in the tactical gear, and you're just seeing like your buddy have 50 fucking throwing stars in his body in like 0.5 seconds. Fuck that. How do you feel about playing dead in a situation like that? I mean, the ninjas will know. Well, but the ninjas move on pretty quick and go other places. But like, like, because if you're just laying there with no no blemishes or injuries, whatever you want to call it, it, it you're going to be more easily sussed out as alive. You could just pull the body of another one on top of you. 
Yeah, I would definitely want to like be underneath one. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's dark and it's chaos. And I'm not afraid to say I got a little bit of coward in me that I, Dude, I, 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 I got was plenty of coward. I was watching that and I thought I'm 100% going to play dead and take my Even chances. at the dojo, I'm going to I'm going to fall ill right when I step out of the car. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah. So pretend I got hit by a shuriken like make an origami one on the way and just have it near me. Yeah, at the, at the very end, um, Riso had uh, a tracking... It's not. Yes, it is. It's Riso. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Riso yeah. has uh, swallowed a tracking device, and uh, the the main um, guy from the Snoff, he has this move where he just... It looks like he's reaching into your belly or something. He's just like his, pushing super yeah. far. And so he's doing that a couple times. Like pinching and, your and, liver or something. And he starts... Uh, spitting out blood and the thing comes out and it's a tracking device and all of a sudden you got fucking attack helicopters FBI open up and somehow you got fucking armored Humvees that drove straight up a mountain somehow and, and they're busting through there because that thing was there was no road there leading up to that there wasn't a road it was straight sheer cliff yeah but those Humvees come in and soldiers are piling out and shooting everywhere and there's fucking ninjas everywhere RPGs and, going yeah off. that would have been a, a nice place to play dead as well or just I would have been underneath the Humvees everybody's getting out and you just kind of lay down in the back seat of the Humvee <laughs> Just feign cardiac arrest. Yeah. Like the, the situation is too stressful. Man, some kind of concussion knocked me out. <laughs> Y'all not feel that concussive blast? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, man, I ain't fucking with ninjas. All right, so before we get into favorite parts, when the movie was over, I wanted to look up something just, just to see you what was up. on your phone for like yeah. five minutes. So I have uh, some interesting surprises. So I, I look up the actor because I, I'd never... Never seen him before. The main one? Yeah. He and was I want, ripped. I wanted to see what other movies he'd been in. And I, you know, I was hoping for some more badass martial art, type. badass things. He was in Ghost Doctor, Full House, Welcome to Life. What? Diamond Lover. You said Full House? Yeah, but it was a movie in uh, 2004. Oh. My Lovely Girl, The Hungry and Harry, Speed Racer, Sketch, For Love or Money, East of Eden... The Prince, uh, The Unit, I'm a Cyborg, but that's okay. And I'm like, where are all these fucking <laughs> martial arts movies where he's a badass? So his name is Jung Ji-hoon, better known by his stage name, Rain. He's a South Korean singer, songwriter, dancer, actor, and record producer. Okay. He started out in a boy band. They said that in this movie. That had to be a, a nod. So he started out in a boy band and kind of became a pop star, and then he got so popular, and he had this little part in Speed Racer, and I guess the director or whoever was part of that was like, man, this guy's got charisma and stuff. He wasn't even a fucking martial artist. He trained specifically for this movie for like eight months, five days a week, eight hours a day Damn. to, to do this. And he went pretty crazy. And he's no Michael Jai White. I, I would have loved to see a movie with like a younger Michael Jai White doing this same shit with the fucking spin knife on a chain or whatever. That would have been so cool. Maybe I'll look up movies with chain knives and then pick another one. That can be a parameter. There's got to be more. There's got to oh, be yeah. more. Well, the girl in Kill Bill, man. Well, she had a... What was her uh, name? Go-Go Pinkett Smith Ferrari? And she just... <laughs> Ferrari. Isn't that her name? She just had... Uh, like it was like a mace end, like it's basically a big old flail. That was badass. That was badass, especially 
it hit the bride in like the chest and it fucked her up and is breaking tables and stuff. I was really hoping he would do. I've seen it in something else where you're like swinging the thing around and then you're like, and it like goes along your arm but goes like straight out and like in someone. But he never, it never showed him in full light doing that really. Where I don't, you're like swinging it and you have it like around your neck. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like uh-huh. when they make it look like some sort of snake that's just holding on by its tail but striking with its whole body. Mm-hmm. That is sick. And I I wanted more of that. I will say I was disappointed. I mean, the chain knife was like the main weapon he used, but I wanted some extra cool. All right, let's get into uh, favorite parts. The fighting. And I, I don't think I can narrow it down to just one scene. I mean, I, I did like when he got captured and he was shirtless because what's cooler than... I mean, Bruce Lee did it. The black pants... And no shirt, looking ripped and having all the, the blood and shit. Because they like, didn't a guy with like claws, like scratch Bruce Lee. Yeah. And he's like fighting him. What's cooler than that? A shirtless, ripped guy who knows martial arts, who's also scarred up and bleeding everywhere. Nothing. Nothing's fucking cooler than that. So your favorite part was just the, the shirtless dude? Well, when he was fighting. I guess that fight scene was probably my favorite. When he had he, his top off? He threw a katana straight in the guy's head. Was that the fight where... Like in the compound where everybody yeah. came in? Yeah, well, okay. after he got freed and he went in and he was uh, like his the older brother figure. They were going to fight, but then a bunch of guys also showed up mm-hmm. and he fought all of them. And then the older brother figure, that fight was probably my favorite. That it was fight, just cool. It, it went on forever. And, and there was burning a burning building. They're also in a fucking burning building. Wait a minute. You're talking about the very end. What are you talking about? Maybe the building hadn't been burning yet. Wait a minute. Well, whoa, 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 whoa. So uh, the CIA safe house or the, the snoff? Oh, the snoff. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about the CIA. No, no. He was shirtless he, in that, too. He was pretty much shirtless in a lot of the movie. He was not shirtless in the CIA. Yeah, he was. Hold. He put on his jacket when he's, like, parkouring away from them and his pants are all torn up. Oh, okay. He, he had a jacket and a T-shirt on. Okay. So I, I was confused, but the compound fight was really good, too, because there was a lot good. of really good chase scenes, and mm-hmm. one of them, there was slow-mo. And he's diving, and, and there's he, like, all these slid. shirkins are just yeah. flying by. So you're talking about the fight in the snob. Yeah, so he had his, he was taken prisoner, and he was tied up, and he was shirtless, a.k.a. much cooler. I know, you said he's shirtless a bunch of times. Well, okay. and then... But get your hand out of your pants. Mika cuts him free. Let me see your left hand. And then you're looking, you looked at my left hand when you said that. <laughs> and then he gets cut free, and then, yeah, he goes into the dojo, and they're like shooting rockets, so it's like crazy on the outside, and they're doing this martial arts on the inside. There's all these uh, like embers falling. Yeah, it's just like that's how you make a shirtless martial artist fight scene cooler. That was a great fight scene. You add a bunch of blood, you add cool weapons, and if the building is burning, plus 10 to Gryffindor, whatever. And then <laughs> you just awarded points to a house for some reason. <laughs> you had some silhouette fighting. You had some shadow fighting. It because was behind the screen doors. It was it's, really. It's a must. And you know what? We might watch some other movies and say, oh, man, that was so cliche. That was so it's been so overdone. I'm so tired of that. Cool. But it's it's so worked in this movie. If, if your movie's good, then you can get away with shit like that. And, and the blood during the silhouette fight was really garbage. No, I liked it. It was splattered on to the... um, Those little sliding paper doors. The sliding paper doors, yeah. yeah. But it was like 
pure bright red. Like I it, liked it. it. But it was ridiculous. It shouldn't have looked like that. I know. That's it why like I liked it so much. They just edited it onto the no. scene. And it, it, didn't, it didn't look right there. I loved every only ounce part. of blood in this movie. I thought it was fantastic. I had a video game called Tenshu Z on the Xbox 360. I, I remember. And you were a ninja. And albeit I spent more time customizing how my ninja <laughs> looked than playing the game. Did he have a shirt on? Yes. Oh, well, you missed out there. But it was, there was a lot of, there's like camo, there's like all these colors, whatever. You had to sneak around and you could like walk outside of one of those like paper door buildings mm -hmm. and you could see the guy and you could like stab through and he would die in there. And it oh, so cool. That noise you just made, he made that a lot when he was stabbing people real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, man, <laughs> you got to make a noise. Like he quick jab somebody. Oh, like on his first hit, the guy with the gold rolly. Oh, he, fuck, he man. Had, it was basically like, as long as you're like big and brawn or whatever in a game, you have like 30 times extra health points. Yeah, this guy definitely did. Yeah, he got like, he's like getting his super stabbed. And the neck was his first time. And then like, right, yeah, And there's right blood the just neck. spraying and you're thinking this thing's already over. In, in the back of his arm. Yeah. All this shit. Finally got his head beaten to a urinal enough times where he yeah. died. Prison shanking though with like nine stabs super fast. Yeah. That is always great to see in a movie. Yeah, that was a fight that I didn't expect to go like that. I expected him to just fuck him up, you know, because that's how it should have gone. He's a fucking ninja. When you stab somebody in the neck and that much blood's coming out, no the, matter the, how, how the next scene is him muscular, they're dead. They're the, just dead. Yeah, the next scene is them falling to their knees slowly and then slowly yeah. tipping over forwards. And if anything, the more muscular you are, I feel like the faster you would bleed out from that because your heart's probably pumping more than a regular person's. I really liked the first ninja fight in the apartment. That was cool. Mika. Yep. Hey, Pinkett Smith. She goes back to her apartment and there's a ninja there in the shadows and he's... Yeah, she's fucked. Yeah. So he's coming to get her and then uh, the other ninja, Miso, Riso, Riso, <laughs> he uh, rises up out of the shadows and they just start having this awesome fucking fight and she's trying to follow it with her flashlight and one minute they're there, and the next minute they're all the way across the room. And yeah. And it was just a really good fight because he's got that knife on a string. And she's and scared, and she's also shooting. Yeah. And they're not getting hit. Yeah, but there's pretty much if you're going to fight Rizo, you're going to lose a fucking body part. Like Basically. arms and legs, and he would he sling that thing. He cut off a guy's, all of his fingers yeah, before. But, oh, the very first ninja fight where the, where the movie opened. And there's all those Yakuza guys in yeah. the tattoo parlor. And chopping off their arms and hands and oh, legs. Oh, yeah. The, these guys, you just he chopped hear, the guy's legs off I know. below the knee. He became Hank Hill's dad. <laughs> yeah. Cotton. <laughs> Walking around on his fucking knees, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of body parts getting sliced off. Yeah, the, the top of the dude's head at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, so I just, I loved all the fights too. I don't know why, because it wasn't all that long. And it wasn't as bloody because it was mostly in the shadows. But I just really liked the fight in the apartment and between the two ninjas. I just thought that was really, really good. The way he finished the guy in the apartment was what you brought up earlier. He threw the chain knife into his fucking head and then ripped it out. Yeah. I, I, what's really much cooler than that? It was it was really cool. All right. Bucket of chicken. Um, The fight choreographer. Yes. I mean, who else can you give it to? I mean, Rizo or Rain, whatever you want yeah, to call him, yeah. K-pop guy. He went hard for eight months, five hours yeah, a day or whatever, yeah. and he looked the part, but 
it I'm, would have been n- not the same movie without the crazy spinning of the chain blade. So good. And I, I also loved how all the blades... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they sounded great. It can't be a ninja movie if you can't hear the blades ridiculously loud. But yeah, fight choreographer. It was just... It was awesome. And I'm sure they're like, yeah, fuck it. That guy's legs are coming off. Hey, look at that guy holding the gun. Yeah, his hand is going to get chopped off. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, you you take a guy who's not a martial artist before the movie starts. And, and you make him into one. And you make him that good. Because I wrote down in my notes, biggest badass forever. Like, whenever we do, like, our, our top whatever badasses, this guy, man, this character, he's top for me. Like, he... Yeah. I mean, he's he's over... Blood and bone, and well, the fact that the man he, from nowhere he was fighting ninjas who and were whipping also, their ass, and he received their training. Mm-hmm. I, I kept thinking throughout the movie, like he's way better than them. Yes, but then I thought they're training to be ninjas. He's training to kill ninjas. They're different, yes. you know. Like he, he was just crazy. And I, I feel like we'll never see a bigger badass in a movie as far as a character goes. Challenge accepted. Okay. <laughs> I will find no, you some won't. sort of movie. Look, I don't want to sit through 400 of movies where you're trying to find a bigger badass. But it won't where be we're 400. Just, it'll well, be several. Right, the next 40. Spread, they will be spread out. Please spread them way out. Yes, I... I even me, even I, Jack from Movie Muggin does not want to watch another movie like this next week. You well, know? it's my pick, so it's not going to fucking happen. But you know what I mean. Like, I, know. I don't want to. I don't want to keep watching this. Nor would I have the patience or the want to watch multiple of these movies a month. You know, like it's a treat every once in a while, which is why every couple weeks or whatever, every four weeks, five weeks, we watch a movie like this. You know, because I like them and it's fun. I, I, I sometimes it's fun. Yeah. But it's if you look at our movie list, it's probably been a, a good couple weeks. I just don't want to since have more episodes where we're having the same conversation. Well, right? But maybe they won't have a chain knife. Maybe they'll have something else. And we probably won't talk about Jaden Pinkett Smith. Or ninjas. Well. Yeah. All right. So I'm glad you gave it to the choreographer because I wanted to let you in on, on a little secret here. So some of the advisors to the choreographer. No, no, not Steven. <laughs> yep. Steven Seagal. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I was like, really? And Steven could never uh, be this talented at anything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the the choreographer. You know what? You give it to the choreographer. I'm going to give it to fucking Rizo. Oh! Because, again, I know challenge accepted, but... It's going to be hard. You will never find a bigger badass. I mean, we you we we just peaked as far as badasses go. Ah, there's no for now. There, no, there's no I fucking mean, the way, Jack. He, there's no way. If it was regular people, it wouldn't have been his peak. Well, I mean, those guys from Shanghai soccer. The, no, that was not Shanghai. It was Shaolin. Okay. The movie I knew it didn't sound right. The movie Chris picked the Raid Redemption. Those guys are pretty badass. Give me a fucking break. It's been a while, but no not, fucking not as way. badass as this guy. This guy would have annihilated the Machete Gang like in two seconds. It wouldn't no, have taken not the Machete Gang, like the main character. Well, I know the main character. It took him a while to get through the Machete Gang. This guy would have fucking shredded him. Yeah, uh, the mach- the we, Machete Gang would have never even Big seen Jane this guy coming. Well, Big Jane. I mean, that's a close second. <laughs> 
I mean, that's what you want to see I, when you're running to a rescue helicopter is Big Jane's yeah, got your six. Big Jane's got your six. <laughs> it, only a handful of people know what the fuck we're talking about. The only, the, Yeah. The really annoying part to me is that like this guy was badass, but what made him so badass was his enemies. So that's something I'm going to have to take into account. Like if, if a guy is a badass in a zombie apocalypse, well, they were not bloodthirsty ninja assassins. They were zombies. So he's not as badass. No. So you have to find a ninja assassin that can kill the ninja assassin who killed all the ninjas. And that's the only thing that's going to top it. What about Hitman? No, dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Fuck, man. <laughs> I just wanted to remind you of that dog shit movie. All right. So I'm going to give it to uh, Rizo. Yeah. All right. Score time. This is a hard one. Um, well, maybe not. It's 85. 85? This is really fun for the most part, and I enjoyed how badass this guy was. Mm -hmm. And you're giving it an A of some sort. I already know. Why do you think that? Well, the way you reacted to my 85, you didn't say, hmm, and you didn't say, like, wow. <laughs> Just looking at you and the way you talked about this movie and wow. the fact that you said that this is our peak. You can't give it a B after saying that we we peaked on badassery. Yeah, I fucking love this movie, man. You're giving it a 94. I really, really love this movie. I, I enjoyed, I mean, even the other, the CIA parts didn't bother me at all. I thought, okay, they add a little bit to the story. I didn't think they took up too much time. You can't just have a movie where it's just fighting 100% of the time. I, 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 know, I know that might be what you want. I don't necessarily, but, but I know you, it, it's you, not a formula that works. Yeah. Yeah, But I was still a little bit disappointed. It, it felt like a long time to me with the whole CIA side story. He was such a great character. I love all the scenes at Snoff. They were, they were great. He was fighting a guy one time, and there's just these little things that are hanging with and burning. And, yeah, and they're not touching any of them. No, the they're set, sword fighting. Just The set was great. Just Everything was really cool about the it. The main of, villain was cool. Yes. All the fucking fight scenes were fantastic. The, his weapon of choice. If, if he would have just been a swordsman, I would have been like, hey, this was good. But the, the, the chain thing, knife. The chain knife added so fucking much, man. So much. And any blade that was swinging besides the noise also had a trail. Yeah. Like the oh, my gosh. Trail. Yeah. So like it was so sharp, it was slicing the air. Later on, I may be like, oh, man, this wasn't nearly, you know, because I might compare it with other movies, but fuck Are it. you pulling a me? I'm 95, man. Damn. Okay. I, I so thoroughly. Giving, you can't give me shit for giving movies that don't maybe necessarily deserve that high of a score a too high of a score. I can do whatever I so, please, Jack. So if Pulp Fiction's a 100, this is only five points behind Pulp Fiction? It is tonight. Now I'm doing what you do to me. It is tonight. Fuck, I got dirt on you. All right, let me Finally. just... Finally. <laughs> okay. Uh, the list is downstairs. <laughs> Maybe I'll go through it next week and just go down the list and say, okay, oh, yep, I like that better. I Blues Brothers, given, oh, yep, I like that better. I should have given Deborah Logan a 100 <laughs> just because... It brought my average it up. I'd have been happy with that. <laughs> made you feel bad, though. Well, we have one more episode, and then it's the Movie Mug and Halloween Spectacular, and, Jack, there are five Sundays in October. So one of us will get the definitive Halloween episode. Mm -hmm. I don't remember who it was the last time. I can't either, um, but we'll, we'll figure that all out, and maybe we can talk about it. Uh, due time. Yes, due time. You said that kind of like the Emperor, which you look like right now. Due time. All right, so you got due anything it. else? <laughs> yeah, uh, no. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 175 of Movie Muggin. If you'd like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Uh, you never know, you could be on email of the week. Uh, Q yeah. Neil Young. Um, we do have a website, moviemuggin.com. You can go there. You can listen to episodes. You can uh, get to our merch store from there. That'd be a good way to uh, support the show. We do have other merchandise besides just our our logo, but why wouldn't you want to wear our logo, huh? Why wouldn't you want a coffee mug of our logo, huh? Why wouldn't you want a... a um, coaster. Uh, yeah, or a... Uh, I don't think they sell coasters on there. I, I have a movie mugging coaster. Well, yeah, because you're part of the show, man, and I hooked you up. <laughs> Uh, but they got lots of shit on there. We got lots of different designs on there. Uh, we also have a link to where you can send in a question to Ask Jack. We still have some more Ask Jacks, but we don't like blowing our wad every episode with an Ask Jack. Uh, so we have some in the the hopper. Like, isn't that the bingo thing where you just, isn't that a bingo? Why would I know that? I don't know. But anyway, Ask Jack. Submit a, submit, uh, a question and uh, we will send you a movie mug and sticker. Uh, also we have a link on there. If you want to see if we've mugged one of your favorite movies or maybe a movie that you hate, or you just want to see a list of all the movies that we mugged in alphabetical order, click on that link and magic will happen. And you will see in alphabetical order, all the movies that we've mugged, all 175 of them. Wow. Mm -hmm. Uh, also, uh, if you like us, if you dig us, man, tell a friend sharing is caring. We want to grow the show. All right, so remember, we will not be back next week, but we will be back the week after. And then in the month of October, you will get five episodes. And then we've already decided that uh, November and December, we're going to go back to the uh, two episodes a month. That may be what we are from here on out. We might just be a uh, two-episode-a-month podcast. And uh, you know what? You'll get used to it. Maybe not forever. Yeah, we, we don't in, know. indefinitely. Hey, you want to start throwing some money at us and, and we can, <laughs> uh, you know, do this for a living? Yeah, man, you'll, you'll get multiple episodes more a month than, uh, than you have been. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Have yourself a movie mugging day. Bye. Dicks are always funny, unless they're approaching you at a fast velocity and you don't want it.